Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Boats, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. <laughs> Welcome in, folks, this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm Chris Brown, along with, well... I don't know if I really wanted to say you're here, David, after all that. We just talked about <laughs> off air. You're making fun of me, giving me a hard time. But we're just going to jump right into this show because we can, right? Because we have the one and only Miss Charity Muhlenweg. Is that right? I get that right? Yeah. Okay, you see, yes, David, sir. I didn't forget. All right, Miss Charity oh. Muhlenweg from Major League Fishing with us, all the way from Messina, New York, where she is just wrapping up day one of the title championship I don't have the press release in my inbox yet, Charity. What's what's the holdup? You don't. You don't. Uh, I'm just still working on it. So I took a little break for you guys. You're very welcome. <laughs> well, the email I got yesterday when I asked her, David, was she goes, of course, anything for English Channel. And I'm thinking, nah, be careful of that because you don't know what I want to ask or what we're going to talk about. But uh, Hey, I work in PR, so, you know. <laughs> just giving you a hard time. But welcome to the show. We're excited to have you. Go ahead and drink your water. You're good. I'll keep talking for a minute. All right, all right. But uh, uh, welcome to the show. We got her on via Zoom, folks, so we can look at her and talk to her and get the flow going. I told her five minutes before we got on the air we were going to do this, so I found out that was rude, apparently. That was so, hateful to do to a lady. Well, I, I, I apologize for that. So let's yeah. let's go back a little bit. You've been an MLF, what, almost four years now? Yep. The end of this will be my four years. So what, year. what were you doing prior to Major League Fishing? So prior to, um, long story short, I was a stay-at-home mom for a lot of my younger years um, with an amazing young man who is starting his senior year, actually, this week. I saw that. Congratulations on that. It's scary, isn't it? Yes, it's scary. He's my only one, so mom's definitely not ready for, you know, (laughs) for this year, but here we go. We're starting it regardless. So, Um, but stayed home with him for, you know, most of his younger years, Um I actually worked for the local school district once he went into school. Did That's where I first started doing kind of media marketing for them, um, which worked really well. I got Christmas breaks and, you sure. know, summertime all that stuff. Yeah. and all that stuff. Still home with him while he was in school. So uh, education does not pay very well, though, as we all know. So um, <laughs> at a certain time, I, so I get it. <laughs> right. At a certain time, I, you know, moved past that as he got a little bit older I actually started my own company, did PR consulting for about three years and worked mostly in economic development, community development, um, just with, you know, small clients, cities, um, economic development groups, that type of thing. Um, A lot of that I joke about PR is basically like you have to either really be really smart to do it or really dumb to do it. I'm not sure which one still yet. Uh, You have to take, take things you don't know anything about, learn them break them down into something that the average person can understand. And so um, I really got my feet wet doing that with economic development and community development. You know, every day was a different day. Some days we were building bridges and I was up in a crane. Other days, you know, we were blowing up the old bridge that was there. Other days I was in a hospital OR, like, you know, got to kind of take all these tidbits of information and put it together. Um, Rate increases, which makes a lot of consumers happy when, you know, your electric rates go up. So just kind of had to grab all that kind of stuff and and try to break it down, explain it, um, help people. I feel like more information is better 
than less information. And so, you know, just basically trying to get that out in front of people. So enjoyed that a lot. But after about three or so years of doing it myself, as you know, working for yourself, is, it has its ups and downs. Sure. Um, you know, uh, not having paid vacation, <laughs> losing money if you take off for Christmas to open presents, like, you know, all that kind of stuff over over time just kind of was where and it got to the point I either had to add more clients or kind of go back into corporate, sure. uh, corporate workforce. And so that being said, um, I'm an avid outdoors woman. So I knew eventually I wanted to be in the outdoor industry. I just, I didn't really have a venue. I'd love to hike and camp and shoot and kayak. And I mean, I'm just kind of all over the place. So I started looking around, um, you know, different outdoor industries and brands and things like that to see what, what was available. And, uh, basically, you know, found the major league fishing ad, um, you know, their, Oh, see somebody else. Oh, that's right. That's just kidding. Keep keep on going. Don't worry about him. Okay. Keep talking. Yeah. All right. So I came across major league fishing, um, I did not follow sport fishing. I don't know if that will well, that surprise was, you. That was or not. my next question was, what about this sport did you know when you got hired on at Major League Fishing? Zero. Zero. So I fish and I fish for fun, but uh, it's a whole different world, whole different world inside the industry. And so um, a lot of what I did in the beginning, I did not do the media and coverage like I do now. I did a lot of fan engagement, um, some of the more intimate. I did a you know, taking the anglers, the pros into school districts and reading fish stories to elementary students and student angler clinics and all that kind of stuff as the tour was launching, which, as you guys know, um, the MLF brand was all like shot in the dark, kind of closed off before the 2019 tour started. And so, you know, that was kind of big for us is just to get out there in front of other people that didn't follow the sport. And so, um, Anyways, that's kind of it in a nutshell. We in twenty late twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty, you know, we we uh, acquired FLW. At that point, with the restructuring, I moved over to the media management side, um, which was not anything I hadn't done before, but I had never done it at this level sure. as far as number of press releases that you guys love to get from us. We get a I lot, know. and we we, <laughs> we we appreciate it. We really do. Yes. So. Yes. But, uh, so kind of trial by fire moving over to that side of it, but uh, I'm up for it. So I jumped in head first. That's, that's awesome. And now you mean you, you're traveling to all these different events now, aren't you? You're going to all the BPT stuff too? Yes. Um, I'm kind of, Joe and I are kind of doing, Joe Oakwager and I work alongside each other and we're kind of doing just hybrid this year. We're going back and forth between the two. Um, you know, he gets to some pro circuit, some BPT and I'd go to some, we kind of just try to split it up. Uh, via our schedule. I'm sorry. You got to work with Joe. I, I really do. I apologize <laughs> for that. I mean, you know, Joe, that's all right. He has to work with me too. So that's it's okay. True. That's true. <laughs> Joe's a good dude. We've had him on the show many times and, uh, it's, yeah, uh, he's, great. He's, he's, he's a good one for sure. So what, I mean, what's been the biggest surprise shock learning curve for you coming into the tournament side of fishing or sport fishing? Um, I'll tell you the, one of the funniest things real quick is, you know, I started the, I got hired, started, I was only a few weeks old. We had the first, um, kickoff Bass Pro Tour event. I'll be honest. I didn't even fully realize probably for a few months because I didn't follow the industry, how much, how different the cups were from the Bass Pro Tour, you know, starting out. You don't, you don't really get that until you see, you know, I saw a cup later in the year and I was like, Oh, like this is completely different. (laughs) Um, so coming into, that event, you know, I had studied the anglers and like got to know them online, you know, 
their profiles, their bios, all that good stuff. And so we walk into the first angler meeting and I'm like, you know, so-and-so pointing out people I know at least 60 of 80. So I felt, you know, I'm like feeling good about myself, all that good stuff. That night we had an angler dinner. They walk in without their jerseys on, oh, without their hats. There you go. No yeah. hat. Yeah, they're ugly now. All of a sudden, they get no hat. Yeah. You know, with their spouse or significant other on their arm, and I'm like, I know five, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's taken a lot. You know, I feel like the biggest learning curve, and you know, got over that one pretty quick. Felt real good about myself again, and then went to the FLW side, former FLW, and went from the one circuit and eighty anglers to hundreds of anglers and six circuits. And like I said, breaking it down and writing about it, you know, all the nitty gritty details. Um, but it's definitely made me more well-rounded for not knowing the sport to just be able to to jump in and talk about it and, you know, definitely get my feet wet all the way around the industry. Did you recognize any anglers at all? Like, did you know any of them coming in? Like when you came in, did you, was it like a Van Dam or an Ed, surely Edwin Evers? I mean, he's an Oklahoma <laughs> guy. Surely you knew somebody, right? right? I heard the names, like I'd heard, you know, Kevin Van Dam and Edwin Evers and like, I'd heard the names and I kind of, you know, I knew they were fishermen, Sure. but I'm going to be honest. I did not know, you know, I just, I really just didn't know. I didn't know the difference. I didn't know Bassmaster versus FLW versus MLF. Like I just didn't follow any of that. So yeah, you, and, was, I, you and I and Joe had a conversation about some early, early social media posts that you weren't a part of, but even you kind of scratched your head at some of that stuff when it went out back in 2018, 2019 and some yeah. of that stuff. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's a big learning curve, isn't it? That's what I was going to say. There's a learning curve for every new endeavor. You know, I happen to come in on that learning curve and have had the opportunity to assist our teams in pushing through it as much as we can. And, you know, hopefully any of our past experiences or challenges, hopefully that just, you know, we use those to help us make us stronger and smarter moving forward. And so that's kind of. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to put you too much on the spot tonight. I, I'll, I'll leave it, you know, kind of just at, at what we're talking about now. But so the title going on this week, um, whole different format for what these guys have been through in the past. 50 guys in the title. We had day one today. Um, Joey Sifuentes is still leading. Is that right? Yes. Okay. I, 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 four ounces, I believe. I caught the tail end, David, after my job interview. Okay. Just so you know, I just, just, I get, I get but, uh, I'm dressed up today. Kenneth, you see the collar shirt? I freaked David out earlier. He thought I had a job. I don't have a job interview and he just he got scared. So it's all good, David, I promise. But so, uh, up in, up in New York, St. Lawrence River, that's a beautiful part of the world. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. And I have not been to New York actually before this this month. And this is my third time <laughs> because between the, uh, let's see, what was it? The Bass Pro or the stage, stage six Bass Pro Tour, Stop Six Tackle Ross Pro Circuit, and then this title event in the past month. Um, but I've had a great time and I've actually been exploring a lot of, you know, the Osable Chasm and uh, Watkins Glen and the waterfalls and all that stuff. Like, you know, hey, NASCAR is there this weekend, so you can always catch a race too while you're up there. You know, so, yeah, true. <laughs> a lot, true. lot going on. So, the um, the why why this format? Why change the way these guys have been fishing all year for the title? Why why move to this format? Um, I'm not. I'm honestly not sure what went into that decision, so I'm not going to speak to that. Sure. Um, I do, I do think it does make it different for them. You know, it is the championship and it's basically kind of think of it like fishing three tournaments, you know, in one, because that's really what they're doing. They fish for two days. 
um, fish again the, the second day, fish again the third day. So I think it kind of puts them to a different kind of test. And um, I know last year, if I'm remembering correctly, last year we did the full BPT. I can't remember if that was last year or not for the title. I think I don't want to speak out of turn. Kenneth, Kenneth knows. Maybe. Speak up. Turn your mic on, son. He's slow. See? He's just there. He's slow. But uh, he just picked up his new Phoenix bass boat, so he's a little excited today. He, he, oh, nice. He's been, he's been <laughs> shopping, so He's distracted. He is, he is distracted. <laughs> he, he is, that's for sure. But uh, so Group A fishes fish today. This is Tuesday, the 16th, fish today. And then Group B starts tomorrow, as folks will listen to this on, on Wednesday, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. But it's still, then, still a five fish limit though, correct? Yes. Five fish limit. They'll fish their two first qualifying round days um, and combined weights. Mm -hmm. So what is, you said today's Tuesday. So Thursday and I know all my days are running together. Thursday and Saturday, um, the combined weights for those two days, the top guy who wins that round will advance automatically to the championship round. He will not have to fish the fourth day okay. or the fifth day. I'm sorry. Right. Um, and then <laughs> I'm glad to know somebody else gets confused just as much as we do. So. <laughs> well, and you have to, yeah, you have to remember like we're at this, I'm at the Bassford tour, the Taco Ross Pro Circuit, sure. the title, the Toyota series. Like it's just, it all kind of runs together, but, um, <laughs> sorry now now can that's a nice that's again. a nice green screen yeah it is it is very distracting this is getting, very distracting can uh, i we need to cut him out of this whole feed altogether <laughs> i don't know what's getting into him but uh so and then the, top, the top 10 will fish on sunday for the championship round and will those weights zero for sunday they will they will okay. so they will zero on saturday and then they'll zero again on sunday okay. All right. All right. Just making sure I, I knew, you know, cause if I called Joe, then he would, he would read me off the rules, right? He, 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 <laughs> me and paste the rules and send them to me. You're a lot better looking than Joe is. So I'm glad we, we had you on. So are you enjoying what you're doing? Are you enjoying the, the, the fishing side of, the, of life over here? I do. I do. I love it. I love it. How, what, I know you've been to ICAST a couple of times and, um, that's, how overwhelmed are you by all the fishing crap that's at ICAST? Mm, I'm not really overwhelmed, honestly. I've been to other trade shows, like in the economic development world, retail development, oh, yeah. um, which are just the same. I mean, it's just like a conglomerate of stuff thrown in your face and you kind of got to sift through and figure out what you're going to go see that day or, you know, what your goals are or, um, you know, reasons for being there, sure. making sure you make the time worth it. So I kind of feel the same way. You know, we've got, we've typically got kind of a set of things that we're trying to accomplish that week. Um, mine was to catch a fish during the, uh, ICAST cup and it did not happen. Oh, unfortunately, no. <laughs> who was, who was your captain? Not for lack of trying though. Who are you with? Uh, lithium pros. Okay. Ken Lucas. Um, gosh, I cannot think of the guy's name right now. But I fished with them last year as well. Okay. So and still no fish. Fun. It's probably time yeah, to change partners. I'm just gonna say if you haven't caught anything in two years, it's time to change partners. Just well, we got let's see, we got ninth place last year and we got twelfth place this year. So like our team, I mean, I'm a team player. Maybe I'm the <laughs> like I'm the cheerleader that like eggs them on. And I'm like, we should go to that spot over there. It looks real fishy. Yeah, you sound and like so you sound like David now. You sound like <laughs> so I, I send him to all these all these different writers events and I'm like, where are the fish picks? And he just keeps telling us what happened. 
And of course, Kenneth, what do we say? If no picture, it doesn't happen, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if there's no picture, it doesn't happen. But uh, so, what's your biggest? Um, I mean, you have an embarrassing moment in in, in this side yet with, with, oh, with the PR side? So, yeah, I have the biggest. Well, it's not really PR side though. Okay. Well, think of PR side. But my biggest embarrassing moment was in 2019, probably six months into the tour, doing a kids fishing event. So. You know, we've got hundred something kids there fishing, you know, sort of bait and hooks. Sure. Everything's crazy. Trying to like get fish hooked, kids fish hooks, hooked with a fish hook. Um, and this girl catches a fish and she's like, like squealing, you know, didn't know how to take it off the hook. So I'm like, here, let me help you. And I hear, have my hat on, you know, I'm in the zone. I hear a male voice like right here. That's like, here, do you want me to get that? And I was like, are you sure? Like, and I turn around and it's Kevin Van Dam no. and he says, yeah, I think I can take a fish off. <laughs> and I went, oh my God. <laughs> like, I just didn't realize that's who it was. I just heard somebody saying it. And so I'm questioning if he's sure that he can take this perch off the, you know, off the hook. So that was a little bit embarrassing did he starting out. Did he wink at you? Because if he winks at you, it's usually a good deal. So. No. Oh, he might, he may have. He was joking, but he knew I didn't know. But I was just like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I've, I've, known, so. I've known Kevin a long time. and probably have a few embarrassing moments of my own with regards to, <laughs> to working around him. So He's great. He's great to work with. He and Sherry both. Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your top memory so far? Top, your, your top deal here in, uh, for working for MLF? I can honestly besides, say, besides, I mean, other than this podcast, I know because it's right. a big deal. Well, that's what I was going to say, but <laughs> right, you just right. stole it. So now it just sounds like I'm saying that. So um, I can honestly say Red Crest this year, Bobby Lane's win, mm -hmm. um, being in the expo um, and just the crowd watching that moment that I don't know if you guys saw it. Oh, yeah. But the countdown, I mean, that literal countdown um, and just his emotion, the crowd just gasping and you know sighing because i can't remember it now i can't remember now that you're asking me but um, was that when the fish was reweighed but anyways so, yeah. it was that yeah. that whole thing and it was just almost like almost like when you go to a concert or somewhere and it's just an electric feeling of everyone around you and just the emotions and everyone um it was super it was super amazing just to everyone to be able to experience that all at the same time and you know to feel his emotion just in real time sure of, of that final moment so it was pretty awesome that's awesome and you're taking Red Crest to Charlotte coming up next year, right? Yes. yes. That's going to be exciting. It is. On, yep. On I'm looking forward to getting started on it. On Lake Norman there. And then uh, where will – do we know yet where the expo and stuff will be held? You would ask me that. I don't have it in front of me. That's, okay. that's all right. We know we know what's in Charlotte. We know what's on Lake Norman. So that's all we need to know. So. Yeah. We do have the expo. I just the, – the placement, I just cannot think of it right off. That's okay. That's all right. Not a problem. I'm throwing a lot at you in, in, a, in a short period of time. All right. So in a short period of time. So David, what you got for Miss Charity? Um, so I'm assuming since you're an Oklahoma person that uh, you're in the majority with these other two. You're where well, you're a big college sports person. So I was just going to ask, uh, what are your thoughts about Oklahoma going to the SEC? <laughs> I'll be honest. I've been so busy. I've not even... Uh, follow that much i know i used to be an avid ou fan like avid followed them like crazy the last few years and i'm not gonna blame it on majorly fishing and traveling sure all the time but 
Um, I spend more time on my fantasy fishing teams now than <laughs> how's that? How's that going? My sports stuff. Great this week. Uh, I've got you know as of today, I've got several of the top guys were in my fin- my uh, team for this week. So we get when you get narrowed down to fifty, it's kind of hard to to mess that up. I'm sure. I, I I didn't get to play this week. I I I totally missed out on. I'm lucky I played our game, Kenneth, because apparently I forgot to last week. But um, yeah, I, yeah. So I hate that. Yeah. So, Kenneth, how about you? What you got from Charity? You know, I mean, I kind of got in here late. Sorry about that. But uh, you know, you 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 talk about how you just kind of got thrown into the fire. That that may actually have been a blessing in the long run. Sometimes it's good to kind of not really uh, you know have uh, you know past experiences in this this type deal. Just kind of just kind of roll with it. What you see? Yeah, I definitely came into it with a lot fresher take you know, probably than a lot of people and not knowing the history and background between all the differing parties, you know, sure. which be it as it may, you know, we're all in it for the sport of fishing and our passion for, although I didn't follow the sport of fishing, I fish and I, you know, very passionate about getting people involved in that and in the outdoors and, you know, our youth and all of that stuff. And so, um, yeah, I think just being able to focus on that and not all the other BS. Sure, no, that's a good thing. That's, yeah, French. That, that's yeah. Thing. How, nice. how, how big of a learning curve was it for you coming into Mala? Um, probably pretty big. I mean, honestly, but I just jumped in. Sure. I'm pretty stubborn and willful when I put my mind to something, and so I kind of just, you know, this was the thing. So I jumped in and ate it up. Here we go. All right. Very so, good. Yeah. Very good. So, David. There's the finger. Go ahead, buddy. Sorry. Just just <laughs> jump in there, dude. <laughs> I just want to make sure because like you might. Uh, I just don't want to ruin your uh, your flow there. But since you mentioned uh, that you've been up in what upper upstate New York for the last couple of weeks or so, have you caught a smallmouth bass? And if you have, what's your personal best? That. I almost say no by by the look of that by by, by that expression. And why? What? Sad face. Um. Well, it's really it's funny. I fish less now that I work for. I know more. And I fish less now that I work for major league fishing. Um, we can't fish the tournament waters and, you know, three fourths of my day, if not more than that, probably 90% of the day is spent, you know, on or around the tournament waters. So not that you can't go to a smaller lake or something close by. Um, but probably the majority of my fishing on tour has been at the kids fishing events where I'm helping (laughs) somebody else catch a perch. So that's a sad day. Um, I have fished a couple times, you know, on the tour that we had some off limits or something, but nope, haven't had a chance up here. Although I've already hit up a couple people, um, today and this week, because this is my last chance this year, sure. um, up here. And so I'm putting out some feelers already. So I will keep you guys appraised of, apprised of how that goes down. Please do. Now, will you go to Mille Lacs I have, the last? I have not caught a smallmouth ever, what? by the way. So I really, really want to catch one because I just know that they fight and like they're fun and you know I just want to do it so you come to Alabama in April or May and Kent will put you on a small mouth on Pickwick how about that KG all right sounds good I'll I'll take I'll do the same thing I've been telling David David hadn't taking me up on it, but we can do a smallmouth, Alabama spotted bass, and largemouth. There we go. This is the deal right here. We're going to do a tournament we'll between get the Charity and David, right? You're going to guide <laughs> them, and we're going to see who catches all all three or four 
first, right? And see what happens. David's David's kind of a hammer, though. David gets these Japanese baits that nobody else gets or sees or hears about, and and then sneaks them out, you know, into the into the deal. But uh, we'll we'll get everybody down here and do that sometime. So, Mister, I think what's a little funny about you know, just, I've learned so much at major league fishing, you know, about fishing and just watching the pros and all that stuff. Again, I didn't do that before, but then I also sometimes am a little bit intimidated because it's like before I didn't know what I didn't know. Sure. And now, you know, I see all the things that I'm like, I never even realized that was a, you know, something, the pattern or, you know, this or that, whatever. So I'm like, I'm not doing it right. I'm sure I'm not doing it right. Before I just caught fish, like you just fish and like, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just realized this year, earlier this year, I like, I think I'm intimidated a little bit by this knowledge instead of using it to my advantage. So I got to like work on that. So what's so. the, what's the biggest surprise? Because every Monday, Tuesday, and then during these events, you're the person that lights up my inbox and David's inbox with press releases. So you write all this stuff, put all this, this stuff together. Is there a bait or something that you've had to write about and you've had to look at your notes and go, did he really say that? Is that really what he's using? know i mean i think the, the anglers are kind of all over the place and i think a lot of times even they don't tell us exactly what they're using because they don't want to put out there so um but i don't think there's anything i mean there's definitely lots of things by the way i've had to go like research and look up because again i didn't know you know all these different baits and patterns and all this stuff so half the time i'm writing a press release and i'm like looking up or asking questions um you know just trying to immerse myself in all of it. So I, I, I'd love to be a fly on a wall sometimes when uh, when you're typing those in and writing those out. There's, uh, some pretty yeah, poor Joe. I, he'll get it. I'll send him a text like, okay, listen to this voice, like this voice memo. Listen to this section right here. Like, what the hell is he saying? Like, I have no idea. Like, I mean, it does. And sometimes he's like, I have no idea either. That doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard in my entire life. And we're like, okay, I guess we're not, you know, we're not quoting that because just skip it, right? <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, Miss Charity, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you for all you do for keeping David and I and all of our listeners and followers and readers up to date on all the tournament happenings and everything like that. And uh, we're hoping the title goes great for you guys this week. Yes, thank you very much. Us too. We're looking forward to a great week. And thank you guys also. Thanks for having me on. I got a little, you know, when I got your message yesterday, I'm like, oh, what's going on? Like, why is it <laughs> reaching out? I started looking on the BBC message boards, like, what's happening? Ah, here we go. <laughs> that's what, that's when I told David I was going to have you on, he's like, are you trying to get, a, a, you know, a, a lunch meeting at ICAST next year? What are you, are you trying to get, make this happen? I said, no, I just want to, I just want to have her on the show because well, I, I guess what sparked it was I saw your Facebook post about, you know, what I do versus what my friends think I do. I was wondering. Right? Right? So what do your friends think you do? That was a lot of fun, by the way, that series. Uh, My friends and some of my coworkers that are not in my department that don't see, you know, everybody thinks they know what somebody else does, but until you sit in their chair and do their job, you really don't know, you know, the nitty gritty. And so, you know, it's, it was kind of a tongue in cheek kind of thing of saying like my friends and some of even my coworkers, not in my department, you know, they see us going and taking sponsors out or going to do this or, you know, the one hour I can get away and go hike a waterfall or something of the 10 hour day or 18 hour day. 
Um, so I just thought it was funny. Like, yeah, we do a lot of this fun stuff and I try to capture everything because I just, I love it and I love reliving it and enjoying it. And, um, you know, getting to travel around and it, it gets, it does get old, like towards the end of the season, I'm, you know, I need a break from it. But sure. by the time even December rolls around into the first of January, I'm going stir crazy because I miss my road family. I miss, <laughs> you know, just being out and moving and doing stuff. So sure. Um, but yeah, that's what started that is just basically like, oh, everybody thinks we just party, like we just have fun and we goof off and, you know, we do nothing on the marketing team or, you know, on our, on our side of it. But, um, and that's what, you know, I put that stuff out there. So that's, it's okay that people might think that, but, and then jokingly, you know, my mom, I don't know if you saw, but the thing was my mom, what my parents think I do, which is, you know, you're the hero. Like you do all this amazing stuff. And then really it's press release after press release or, you know, (laughs) zoom calls, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So just kind of a, a funny, uh, tongue, tongue in cheek moment of, sharing with my friends and family. I love so. it. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. So, Sweetie, thanks so much for being a part of the show. Have a great week this week, and we look forward to seeing those press releases come through. So, All right. I'll be, I'm about to get back to work on it. So, Talk to you soon. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Well, guys, there she is, Miss Charity Muellenweg. Right, David? Muellenweg. Got that right. <laughs> that sounds about right. From MLF. <laughs> I wanted to have her on. Can I change it up a little bit here? And uh, whatnot. So that was that was fun. And a quick little break. We come back. Brad Fuller with the National Professional Fishing League. He's already in the waiting room. He's ready to get on board here and talk about the NPFL for this year and for next and uh, and more right here on the Anglers Channel Insider Podcast. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see, probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're super lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay. You talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit RelyonBattery.com slash Anglers Channel and use our special promo code code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase Did i mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping you didn't but even better so hey what are you waiting for get hooked on rely on lithium today with so many exclusive designs and processes no other boat is built like ranger it's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features more performance and the best value the ranger fisherman series from bow to stern this is results-based engineering at its best still building legends one at a time at mercury there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either unlimited adrenaline unlimited fun unlimited weekend 
Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. This brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging is here. Find out more at dualpro.com. Excited to welcome in our buddy from the National Professional Fishing League, Mr. Brad Filter. Brad, how are you, bud? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the National Professional Fishing League in year two... Had a great first year, a um, lot of lot of interest, a lot of you know, a lot of big fish caught, a lot of live, a lot of things going on last year, and uh, looks like this year has been a lot of the same. You guys had a great year so far, looks like. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, man. You know, we we had a lot of new faces. We had about forty new anglers uh, come on board uh, from year one to year two. Um, and it's been fun to see how those two guys, you know, the guys that were here in the beginning and, and then the guys that came on later, how they've kind of followed the same path, if you will. And, and the feeling of the MPFL has stayed the same. And obviously that's something we were concerned about and you just never know. And it's been, it's been a real good experience and it's been a lot of fun. When you guys decided to do this, I mean, y'all announced it like a year prior to it going live, right? Um, yes, sir. What was, I mean, whose idea was it? Who, who called everybody in and said, Hey, let's do this. Uh, so that was Big Al. So Big Al brought this to uh, Michelle, my wife, and I, and we literally walked away from there going, "He's crazy." And uh, but you know, we we kind of you know we we ran Omega Custom Tackle. We'd had that for about five years at that point, and we were look kind of looking for something else. And you know, when we started kind of doing the business analysis on it and go, "Hey, you start trying to poke holes in it. Can this work?" You know, we had a lot of questions, but you know, we we kept pushing forward and. Man, you end up here 10 tournaments in and, uh, you know, get looking for our 2023 season. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's been a blur, to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah, it goes by fast. It goes by fast. So year one, you guys had, what, 110 anglers or so? Yeah, we started, I think, about in the one teen, like in the low, like 113, 110, something like that. Um, finished the year up with right around 100. Okay. Uh, actually, I think about 98 fish the last event and you know we we had a bad deal in year one man we we kind of stubbed our toe there at the end of the year and had some uh had some fiscal issues where we couldn't execute our championship like we'd already done the site visit had an investor fall out um you know how the business deal goes man it was it was a bad deal and i'll be honest a, a season two was not on the radar um it was it was something that we felt passionate about that we could make work if we could pull the funding together and we literally pulled the funding together uh, to 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 tell the guys hey a we can clean up year one right make sure everybody is fiscally taken care of everybody paid out of the ch- it was important to me because of the relationship we built with the anglers to make sure that they understood that hey we we do care about you and we do care what happens and we're going to make this right. And that's the only way I know. That's how I live my life. That's how I expect the people around me to execute themselves. And I'm very proud of the fact that we've done that. Um, Not, not, we are a bigger, better, better company now than we were in year one. And that that is in large part, we just announced it to the anglers. So we had an investor that came on board and and invested in the NPFL. um, And he wanted to remain silent. And he has up until about four or five days ago. Okay. Um, 
we had a meeting with all the anglers, uh, about 70 people in the field. We, we had a Zoom meeting with about 70 of the guys, and we revealed who that was. And, and I'll, I'll reveal it here now. It's Mike and Kathy Como. Okay. Um, Mike's an angler with us. Um, we went at great lengths, and it was their wish. They they had built a chain of grocery stores in the Northeast and sold those a couple of years ago. Um, they had lived the hustle and bustle of being in the public eye and and doing all that. They wanted to come in and invest in the people in the MPFL, and they but they didn't want to deal with the drama of dealing with anglers and dealing with sponsors. They wanted they wanted us to be they wanted to prop it up fiscally and be there to help and support it. I'm the president. Mike's the co-manager. Mike's um, the CEO. Um, but, you know, they have enabled us to give us some breathing room because, look, man, this is a tough business. Sure. We knew how tough it was coming in and it's it, it's it's showing out to be it's tough. There's nothing easy about it. Right. Right. No, that's for sure. It's that's always that's we were all curious. You know, we heard, you know, there's all all kinds of rumors going around last year, especially toward the end of the year. And I think I hit Al up a few times looking for some answers and just trying to see where things were. Um, but, uh, it's good to hear that, that all that, you know, has gotten turned around. Are we looking at a championship for this year? Do we know yet? Uh, not for 22, not for 22, Okay. not for 22. So we, we, you know, we, we're not ashamed to say, man, we were in survival mode. Sure. Right. We wanted to go out, uh, Hey, we had a lot of questions. Can we build a field? And, and I really believe because like when you show up at one of our events, it's me, Al, Paul, Michelle, a group of like nine other guys that we bring with us to these events. It's us. We, we, we pull off the entire event and, and we're very proud of the event and the venue that we run. The anglers all seem to love it. Uh, we work really, really hard. And I think that work and dedication and, and fist bumping every guy and making sure every guy feels like they're the guy when they're coming through the way in lines and launching in the morning. Um, I think that's what allowed us to have a lot of guys come back, even though we stubbed their toe in year one. Sure. If we would have been absent owners and faceless owners, MPFL would have died on the vine last year. Yeah. So I'm very proud of the fact that, hey, man, the guy stuck with us, and we've got some really big stuff for 2023, and we're really excited. So how many – what's your field size this year for 22? Uh, we started out at 121. We're going to be about 114 okay. for um, – for the Sandusky event coming up here in just a couple weeks. Okay. All right. And you guys, I mean, I, I know Brad and I, Patrick Walters, you've got a few other touring pros in this circuit. Of course, Patrick's won one of the events, but you've got some other touring pros in this circuit. So you've, you've kind of, your, your appeal is kind of broadened a little bit to these guys. Yeah. I think as like, you know, look, we, we always want to be bigger and better, right? I think, I think better payouts, better payouts, better payouts, better payouts. And, and we're dedicated to that. Um, getting a championship, is probably first and foremost on our list for 2023 that we were desperately seeking. Um, but yeah, I think, and I, I think Patrick and Brad and Daryl Davis, Lane Olson, uh, Keith Carson, all those guys fishing two tours. Um, we want to make it tough when they don't get to fish, right? They want, I, I want them to miss the MPFL. And, um, and I think, I think we've done that with those guys and, and they're just a great group of guys too, man. They're, they're phenomenal and they're good people. Sure. They fit right in here at the MPFL. Yeah. David and I were actually at the first event at Ufala when you guys kicked off last year and a uh, great event, saw you and your wife and y'all were running around behind the scenes and, uh, and it was great to see. I mean, you know, you, you love to see owners getting involved like that and being a part of the process. But like you said, at that time, there was just, you know, three or four of you guys out there running around doing that deal. 
Yeah, it's and we we've kept it. It's a lot smoother now. To be honest, you know what I mean. Like that was that was a blur. Um, look, I, I'd never I'd never ran a tournament period before. <laughs> like not even a club tournament, right? Right. So, um, you know, but but you know, we we have a lot of good experience. You know, obviously, I have a military background, and I understand organization and and punctuality and and being on time and 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 what it takes to move people towards a common goal and all those things. Al's great at logistics. He was in trucking forever. Paul Benson is just a, a genius at pretty much everything we ask him to do. So, um, and we surround ourselves with good people, right? This isn't, this isn't mine. It's not Al's. It's not much like we surround ourselves with people who care as much as we do, which is vitally important. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. David, Kenneth, what you got? I got a couple things. Uh, early on, you, you mentioned about your meeting with Al you know, and you stepped away and you said it was crazy, but, but if you really think about it, you know, anything, anything great to do you pursue or try to, you know, try to achieve, there's gotta be some, some crazy to go with it, but you're not going to achieve anything great unless there's a little crazy mixed in there anyway. No, the other thing is, the other thing is that, you know, you talked about how, you know, you guys are, are looking at this as a family and, and I know for the anglers that fished with you the first year, I, I think most of those guys kind of were, they were going into it knowing, Hey, this is, this is ground level. I, I know I'm going into this. I'm making a commitment to these guys. It, it's all new. It's new for all of us on both sides of it. But I, I think the fact that those guys had that, that kind of mindset and commitment is, and you, and the way you guys, you know, treated them is what got you to the second year, even with, the, even with the issues. 100%. I, I know that for a fact. Um, there, there's zero doubt in my mind that that was, that was the catalyst that allowed the MPFO and, and, and the way we handled that, right? Like that, that was, look, I, I've had the great pleasure of do, doing some very hard things in my life. I will tell you last year through that, that was the hardest thing I've ever been through. Um, I should say it's, it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to deal with. And I, I told the guys early on, I'm like, look, man, the way this will define us is how we handle it, mm-hmm. right? Like what we say, how we say it. And, and the only right thing to do here is, is treat this at face value. Talk to the anglers like men and um, take our lumps where we need to and, and, and put a, put a foot forward that allows us to rise up from this and learn from it and be better. And, and I, I'm, I'm proud to say that I feel like we're on our way to doing that. But man, this is this is still fledgling. We're ten tournaments into a lifetime of tournaments. Um, we grow and learn every single day. We make mistakes every day, um, and and we are always. And we're going to talk about some things here in a few minutes that we're we're not here. I don't look at any of the other organizations. We don't do that. We we focus right here about the NPFL. What's good for the NPFL? What's good for our English, What's good for our sponsors? And how we function and operate in a very saturated market. Sure. Right. Like, and, and, and we've always got to have an eye towards doing the things a that no one else is willing to do or B at least being out there and going, Hey, this is what we feel is right. And we're going to press for, and we're going to do that. And, and, and we've had to make some unpopular decisions with anglers, but it's still a business. And you guys understand that better than anybody that we're here to run this as a business, but there's nothing that says we can't, have it both ways. We can't, we can't have that family feel and family atmosphere yet run this as a business and be very good at what we do. Sure. Sure. Okay. David. 
Um, I know you guys recently announced the 2023 schedule. And I'm pretty sure um, maybe year one, some of the issues with year one, maybe threw some wrenches into the original plan. But I believe uh, I know you guys go to a lot of different venues that not a lot of the other uh, tours go to. But um, is going west or to, yeah, I guess how far west are you guys looking at going in the future as if things go according to plan, I guess? I think... The way we've answered that, David, is is we you know we came out early going on. We had this cool map and said, "Hey, we're going to do two two. You know, we're going to be here, and then we're going to switch here." The reality of scheduling hit us in the face. Okay. Scheduling, like I run all the production with the production team up at Fix Media up in Appleton, Wisconsin. I do a lot of the sponsorship stuff with Paul. Scheduling is the hardest thing we do, and that and we've been asked, "Hey, what surprised you?" I was surprised at that, honestly. <laughs> um, I didn't think it would be that difficult. It is really, really hard to schedule. So uh, to answer your question, we just told the anglers, you know, we haven't announced our sixth event, right? We, we've, we've got a TBD on the schedule. Uh, we're working digitally on that. We hope to have something out possibly this week, but but very, very soon on event six. It's, it's not in California. Um, we're not going out west this year. We want to go out west. It's got to be right for the anglers. It's got to be right for us. We we feel like that is – there's such a history of bass fishing out there, and we oh, think yeah. that would be a blow-up event. But hey, it's it's expensive to get out there. It's expensive for our staff to go out there. It's expensive for the anglers to go out there. So we're working on some things to make that fiscally viable, and then we're, we're going out west at some point. I promise you. Okay. What's what's the biggest thing you got you learned from day one when this when this all came about and started till, till now? What's what's the biggest takeaway? Man, I was talking to Mike Como last night or to this morning actually, and I said, "Look, I said we can never forget that." And, and I don't, I don't, I, I hesitate to say this, Chris, but there are no more Forest Woods. There are no more Ray Scotts. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People want to be with organization that they care about. And I'm not, I'm not, again, I don't want to, I'm not saying anything about, we want to be that organization that guys want to be at. When you create felt desire where anglers want to be a part of it, you're winning. Right. And, and we know that we have to be good stewards of that and we have to take care of that. And we have to make sure that we're always keeping an eye towards that. So I think the biggest thing I've learned, man, this is a people business. Sure. Right. Listen, I, I told the guys on the call, Brad Fuller is not going to win any HR awards. I promise you. <laughs> but what they will get from me is a is a truthful, honest, integrity backed conversation, regardless of with no preconceived notions of the outcome of that conversation. And that's important. Guys just want to be heard. The guy who finishes dead last in points wants to feel like he has the same voice as the guy that won AOI. Sure. And at the MPFL, he does. And, and I think the guys will vouch for us in that regard, that we take every phone call, answer every text, and we want a relationship with our, with our anglers. I want to know their wives. I want to know their families. I want to know how they travel. Um, and I think the biggest thing I've learned is this really isn't that difficult. Right. When, when you break it down on the human terms of what we're really doing here is we're a video production company that runs bass tournaments that that really deeply cares about what happens to each and every guy in the field. I mean, and we, we lost two guys in year one. Right. To COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think about that every day because those guys were close with us. Sure. Um, and and that that type of relationship isn't something that you fake. 
you either have it or you don't. And I'm very proud to say that most of, we have that relationship with a lot of our anglers, and I'm very proud of that. So two uh, two events left uh, this season, uh, one in uh, Ohio at Sandusky Bay and then another one down on uh, Kissimmee Channel Lake. So you, still quite a bit of fishing left for you guys and a, and a pretty tight-looking uh, angle of the year race right now, the way it looks. Yeah, it's shaping up to be a pretty banger finish, man. There's there's about five guys who probably have a legitimate shot, you know what I mean, unless something crazy happens. Sure. Um, Timmy Reams has done a great job holding on to the lead. Um, you know, you got guys, you know, Kevin Rogers, Gary Atkins, those guys are sneaking up there really fast. So I, I think it's going to be an interesting finish. I, I couldn't tell you who the front runner is right now. I'm, I'm going to say Timmy just because he's just caught him and done his job at every tournament. So I expect him to do the same as Sandusky. He wants to win AOI. Like he wants to win that, that trophy and, uh, they're going to have to come and take it from him. He's not going to lay down and give it. Sure. So it's going to be interesting. Well, it's, you know, I know last year you had some repeat winners um, and whatnot. And, and this year you've got four different winners, which looks great. And, but we noticed, you know, and we actually shared the post yesterday, but you guys are accepting applications now for 2023. How many, I know you don't have a, I guess, right at this point, we always, this time of year, we're always talking about who requalifies, who's going to qualify, who's going to, who's going to get you know knocked out. But you guys don't really have a requalification status or, or plan just yet, do you? No, we don't. And it's it's something – what's the right way to say it? I don't want to use the word formalization because that, that would infer that we're not formal now. Sure. But we like the year-to-year field-to-field because, look, man, this is this is, a, is an expensive endeavor. It's hard for guys to string it together for multiple years. We started off with the three-year contract deal with the you know the third-year option. We're on a straight one-year contract now. Um, we 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 expect probably a thirty percent churn on our field, right? Um, based on all those factors, you know, diesels five dollars and something a gallon. You know, the 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 financial struggle is real. Um, the economy isn't exactly where it was last year with regards to uh, extra revenue and, and uh, stuff like that. So we understand there's a strain. We want this is an opportunistically right. We want to give guys opportunities that, you know, probably wouldn't get the opportunity anywhere else, to be honest with you, sure. um, or at least this fast. Um, but, you know, we're, we just sent the contracts out last week. We got two events left in the season. We just wanted the guys to have these in front of them early. So as they're moving through the negotiations and setting up their sponsor talks and setting up their lives, really, for the follow-on year, that, hey, here's what we're doing, guys. And there were some drastic changes in our contract this year, drastic changes. We wanted to get it to them early. There's no pressure to sign. We had a little 14-day thing in there, hey, it, but there's really nothing that forces an angler to sign that thing before he's ready we know sponsor talks happen in october we don't expect the field to be filled here really fast but we wanted to give our anglers a courtesy of hey guys here it is you've got it talk to us let's communicate about it and see where it is we've had i just checked we've got 10 guys that's already automatically they just they, they auto signed it sent it back okay. um so we we expect that to pick up here pretty fast and yes we did turn on the, the application phase so if guys are out there and they think they want to fish the mpfl and they want to have a conversation about it you know they stick that in there and we'll kind of fill those as we uh as we kind of go through the field we've we've got like 10 open spots now so i'm, I'm going to fill those pretty quick okay. uh, i'm going to get those guys in get them all set up and then go from there so um and you know and, and talking about 2023 because it's not 
as we evolve and change, you can expect pretty drastic changes from us. I feel like from year to year, because we are kind of, you know, you're, you're kind of plowing through the field and, and when you see a path or feel a path of leaf resistance, as long as it's for the right purpose, right cause and right outcome, we're going to take that path. Sure. Um, so we, like I said, we, we've made some significant changes for 2023 um, that I'll say I, I wasn't over, I wasn't thrilled about some of them, but I think they were necessary. And I'm, and I'm proud that we had long discussions with the anglers about those. And we feel like we've done what's in the best interest of the company and the anglers. Any, any of those you want to share? Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll throw the, here, here's the biggest one. And, and if you've got a, a gas button or a ooh button, this is probably the one. So the, so, so the MPFL oh, oh, raised, yeah, so the MPFL, you shouldn't have gone there. Yeah, we, we raised entry fees for 2023. Okay. Um, that's risky, man. You know what I mean? Like that's a, uh, oh, yeah. that's not something, that's not something that I was thrilled about even entertaining. I, I shut it down the first couple of times I heard it. And I just said, you know, the guy pulling the trigger and the guy sitting here making decisions and talking to Mike, my co-manager, I was not about it. We got surrounded by a group of anglers and said, look, man, we've got a fist for something. Right. Right. We need a championship. We're willing to pay to get a championship. So I promised those guys, I was approached by five or six guys simultaneously. And I said, look, man, here's what I promise you. I'll sit down with the old Excel spreadsheet and we'll jam some stuff together and we'll just see what we come up with. That's led us to raising entry fees to 2023 and announcing that we're going to have a 25 man championship. That's going to pay out a hundred thousand to win oh, wow. in, 20, in 2023. Okay. Um, so next year we've got a 25 man uh, championship slated hundred thousand to win uh, it steps down the last, the last decent check is at, you know, 7,500. It's no entry fee is at seventh place. And then everyone who shows up gets 5,000. Um, we, we feel like that is one of the most important things compiled with paying deeper in the fields. Look, we are a journeyman league, right? I need the guys finishing down there in 35, 40, 50 to be getting paid because that's going to enable them to come back in year two and year three and year four and year five. A lot of our guys just want to be out here, man. They just want to be out living the dream, fishing the, fishing the tournaments, being on the scene. And, and those guys have to be able to get paid. So we're paying 51 places on 125 man field next year. One in 2.5, 2.5 something, you know, that's, we start. We guarantee. We talked about three and one payouts, and and we're very proud that that we're able to to work out a deal with the field where look, they're funding this thing, right? Like let's just call it what it is. Like I, you're not going to see us hiding behind the fact like, oh, look, anglers are paying for the championship. They're paying for the deeper payouts. We're trying to put as much money as we can back in their pockets um, and give them the coverage and give them the easy button to a national platform where they can promote and brand and, and garner sponsors on a national level without running the, the gauntlet of the opens, without going through the Costa series to get to the pro circuit and then on the BPT. So we, we feel like, hey, man, we're curious to see where this ends up. Are there 125, 110, a hundred guys out there that want to pay $36,000 to fish six events and then qualify for an, for a championship, uh, in 23. So we, we did a lot of analysis on it. We think it's there and, uh, we're rolling with it. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Is that the big announcement for next year? 
It is. Awesome. Yeah. Raising entry fees and championship. <laughs> Championship's huge. That's a big deal. It is, man. And from a marketing and advertisement standpoint, it gives you another event to market around. It gives you, look, you, you got a, you got 20, a 25 man field fishing for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. A $250,000 purse with a hundred thousand dollar championship. We feel like there is some juice there that we can squeeze on it pretty hard and, and get some run out of that. Um, it's going to be fun. And, and with a 25 man field, Heck, you might have a, a a golf course pond in your backyard that we can come fish with twenty five guys. That was my next question. Do you know where? Any ideas where you want to take this to? Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, we've got, we've got it's so new. Like we literally just decided this like less than ten days ago. Um, we we've been on the phone and on zooms with anglers um, a lot. Um, I'm proud that all of our guys have finally learned how to to get the Zoom going and get on and have meetings with it. It's it's been an adventure, but they've they've they responded to it well and um, they're excited about the championship. Um, and and look, it's no secret. Some of those guys are not happy about paying more entry fees. I, I mean, and I get it. I fully understand that. I think when you when you say this is what I'm paying and this is what I'm getting back. Um, you know, someone said that makes us the most expensive tour. I honestly, I couldn't tell you that you, you guys may know, um, 6,000 an event probably does put us towards the top on a single event entry fee. Um, but you know, I, I think for what we're giving back and, and understanding that we are a living, breathing entity that's growing and changing and evolving every day. What you see this year is not what you're going to see in 24. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and it shouldn't be what you see in 25 and it shouldn't be what you see in 26. We we've got a tw- We've got a plan right now at the 2027 and, you know, we just signed sponsors. Like we're putting out a presser tomorrow about black rifle coffee coming on board in the middle of the year. Um, our relationship with those guys has been phenomenal. We have some ties to those guys and, you know, that was a really big deal for us to get them on board and come on and be an official sponsor of the MPFL. Paul and Jamie over there has always supported the MPFL and, and now they've got black rifle, the company behind it. And, and we're very, very excited about that. Progressive has been phenomenal. Pro Guide Batteries, Bass Tank, Fisherman Central. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving, you know, Beatdown Mouse. The, the sponsors we have are phenomenal. And we're very excited about where the future holds for all these sponsorships and the growth within those sponsorships uh, based on what they perceive as a good return on their investment for the money they're putting in. Sure, sure. So where can guys go to apply uh, for 2023? Yeah, so you go to... Uh, tmpfl.com uh, if you feel like spelling out the national professional fishing league go right ahead i'm good with uh, but TM- <laughs> yeah tmpfl works great um and then you'll click over there under the angler tab and under angler tab you'll find your angler application in there it, chris here's the most important thing i want guys to understand or thinking about applying to the mpfl there is nothing you're going to write on a resume that's going to get you in the mpfl Right. There's nothing, no singular thing. Hey, what's the criteria? You need a BFL or higher win. You need this. None of that exists. We're going to look through everybody. We're going to take angler recommendations for guys that they feel are good fits for the MPFL. This is not like joining any other league. And, and, And I mean, what I mean by that is we are working in progress, right? You got to be willing to evolve. Like I had an angler tell me, well, I don't hate it. I just don't like change. I'm like, bro, you're, you're with the wrong group of guys. Yeah. Like we, we're going to change and evolve as we need to, to make sure that we're always putting the best foot forward. Um, so 
The conversation I have with every angler we bring in the MPFL is the single most important thing that they're going to go through as part of the vetting process. So um, fill out your applications, drop your resumes in there, give us some time. We, I think we had 37 applications today. Um, wow. It takes a little bit of time to parse through those and look through them. Um, words getting out. We, we expect to be inundated with phone calls and emails and, and all those things here real soon on uh, getting those anglers vetted and then, giving the guys from this year ample opportunity to re-up for next year and then filling the field as those vacancies come available. I've only had two guys for sure from the field this year tell me 100% they're not coming back next year for reasons beyond the scope of the contract and everything. Just they got things going on in their life, businesses that they're like, look, man, my business is blowing up, so I've got to be there to to take good care of it. Yeah, things happen. Kenneth, it sounds like there's still a chance, buddy. It's like there's still an opportunity for you to get in. Yeah, well, you know, if, if my daughter wasn't going overseas uh, this fall and, and still four more years of school, then that, it, it would be right up my alley. It's, it's always something, isn't it? It's always something. So, <laughs> well, Brad, but uh, there there may be a time coming that it, it 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 will be a good fit for me. I just hope there's an opportunity when that does come around. Sure, because I I do like a lot of the things that the MPFL does. Yeah. Yeah, you guys do a great job, and I gotta, I, I gotta know how heavy is that damn trophy bracket? It's the thing's as big as the the hood of my tundra. I mean, it's massive. I think it's thirty. I think it's thirty two pounds. Oh God, I ain't got a shelf in it to hold one of them things. So, oh, if, if you come out one one, Chris, you'd find it. You'd you'd build a shelf for it. I'm pretty <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I'd, I'd have to then. So, listen, Patrick. Patrick picked up that trophy, and he's like. He goes, this is all I wanted. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's, it's, I'm, I'm really proud. Like that was, that was a lot to do with, you know, Al headed that up with, with the guys over at MTM. Yeah. Um, and it's awesome, man. Like it's, it's a cool trophy. That shield actually comes off the base and you can, it's, it's a cool deal. So, uh, all the guys love the trophy. Yeah. It's David, you could hide behind that trophy as big as you are. So, or little as you are rather. So. That's uh, that. That's good stuff, Brad. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Thanks for coming on and, and being candid with us and, and talking about things. And um, are you looking at a full field of one twenty five? Is that is that is that where you're going to max things out for next year? Yeah, yeah. We, we won't go above one twenty five. Just logistically with our trailer weigh, and you, you guys have seen oh, it. Yeah. Um, it's it's a ham. It's two handfuls. So yeah, one twenty five is we're going to top it out. Look, man, I'll be honest. I don't know if we're going to get there or not. Right? We we haven't hit it yet, right. but. You know, I think I think we've got a good chance with the championship and some things going on at the MPFL to get to 125. But we we know where our viable execution numbers are and all those things. So, um, you know, if you think you're out there and you think you might want to do it and you got a spare some spare change in your cup holder, then kick it in and let's let's go fishing. There you go, there you go, guys. Check them out tnpfl.com. Get your resumes in, get the applications in. Brad, again, thanks so much for being part of the show, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. All right. Thanks. For, hey, thanks again, man, for all your support uh, from your team at the English Channel. We we appreciate it. We we see it all the time, and, and we're really thankful that you guys are out there uh, promoting our product. So thank you very much. Absolutely, but thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Appreciate see it. You. Well, guys, there he is, Brad Fuller, TNPFL, giving us some lowdown and some inside scoop on some stuff. So good to hear and uh, appreciate those guys for coming on. Literally came on last minute. I talked to Brad earlier this morning, uh, just trying to get some some notes done for our show and uh, just threw it out there. So I hey, did, if you want to come on and talk about this, let's do this. And he's like, absolutely. I'll be happy to. 
So I really appreciate him being part of the show. Uh, with that, take a quick little break. We come back. We'll jump into some August awesomeness, some news and notes, and uh, get well. We'll get Kenneth back in the garage to work on his new boat right here on the Anglers Channel Insider Podcast. I feel like IsoChill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue. And a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort. IsoChill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. I look real good today. I know I David. Get, I knew David get a big kick out of that, right? So, I knew he, he he'd uh, he'd like that one. Let me see if I can get past that. Let's see. Oh, hang on. We're still we're still going. There it goes. All right. Get in, sparkle farts. We got chaos to spread. That's right. Got chaos to spread, boys and girls. This segment brought to you by our friends, Sportsman's Warehouse, Sportsman's.com, your hunting and fishing outdoor store. Find out more online, Sportsman's.com, or in your local Sportsman's Warehouse store. Yes, David, I had a lot of new sounds to the soundboard. I don't know why. I just found some and thought, uh, you know, why not? Let's just let's just add some stuff just in case things come up and I need to uh, I need to bring them in. Like, I've you know, I've got ninety nine problems, but I'm going fishing and ignoring them all. Exactly. So I'm going fishing and we're going to ignore them all. So, gentlemen, how are you? KG, you're all smiles. You got a new boat behind you. I know you're you're excited. <laughs> what? I got to add, what kind of tires do you run on your truck? I, listen, listen, about the only way I can explain this is <laughs> if if the devil isn't after you every day, then you're not living. Oh, right. No, you're right. I've got two tire, two nails in my in one of my one of my Hercules tires right now. It ain't flat yet. Knock on wood. It'll go flat tonight when I leave here. But uh, maybe you need to get you some Hercules, bud. Just saying. Well, I, I run Michelin, and they, these tires pick up. If there is a nail within 10 feet of my truck, it's like they're magnets. They're the, it just it will end up in my they're, tires. They're in the tread, that's for sure. So, well, it's good uh, good to have you in. Got your new boat. Things I saw some I saw some graph boxes in the back seat, so it looks like you're getting excited to get things loaded up. So, 
Yeah, I'm, it's uh, I'm actually sitting in the parking lot. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get a tour. I, I was gonna we're say gonna get an unboxing <laughs> here, an unboxing tour of this bad boy. I gotta see the color change now. I know you said you made a color change. Can we see it from this vantage point? Okay, there she is. I, I like it. I like it. it looks good. Is that is that? Some mercury on the back. And they already put your uh, already put your shallow water anchors on there for you. So look at there. You're you're dude. You're living right now, ain't you? <laughs> Better get that dude broke in. We got a tournament coming up. David's up there, got his monster going. I got my Lynchburg lemonade going. So we're all, you know, <laughs> don't don't drink and drive, kids. But uh, well, good, David. How's life up north for you? Yeah, it's going. It's I guess you know the weather's been actually what cooler than expected. So I'm taking it as is before all this uh, what the fall and winter weather kicks in. So uh, life is going good. Good. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. My uh, my daughter started her freshman year at Auburn High last week. My son started his freshman year at Auburn University today. I called him last night. I said, are you ready for this? He says, well, my, my 8 o'clock class, the professor's over in London still, so that class got canceled for this week. I said, well, that's good. He said, yep. I said, well, what's your next class? He said, nope, I'm still on for that. So he had another class today at 10. I sent him a text afternoon. I said, well, how was that class? He said, oh, that was easy. I looked at the class, and it was math. And I thought, son. And I, what, what I wrote him back was, I said, you realize this gets harder every single week, right? And he's like, ha-ha, LOL. And I'm like, ha-ha, don't fail this effing class is, is what I wanted to reply back. <laughs> I, and I did, but not, but not to that extent. But, um, yeah, so I have to remind him he's got to keep his grades up to keep his scholarships and everything else. So we have to go through that. But it is the week of August 16th. As you're listening to this, it'll be Wednesday the 17th. The title, the PC title, which we just heard from Charity Muhlenweg, is uh, currently underway. Joey Sefuentes is currently leading Group A with just over 24 pounds, I believe. And uh, let's see, I had that right. 2304, excuse me, 2304 over Kurt Mitchell. Andrew Loberg made a little move there. He's up to third, uh, as well as Dakota Eberry. Dakota Eberry is due. I'm not saying I picked him on my you pick ums, but he's he's been knocking at that door, right? Been knocking at that door. And we'll get into this a little bit later if we have time. Um, but uh, I got a few questions as, with regards to the title. Uh, what not? BPT Cayuga last week. Did any of y'all watch that live? I, I I barely did. KG, did you? I watched some of it. And no. Um, I mean it, it. It was okay for what I watched. I mean that. It was kind of. Uh, and I think we. I mean we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but I. It, it was nice to see a northern lake. Because we see so many of the northern lakes, just smallmouth after smallmouth to smallmouth. Right. It's kind of nice to see some largemouth mixed in. There, you know, there were a few days a largemouth actually carried. Uh, you know, in the end, I think it was mostly smallmouth. But the beginning of that tournament, when the weights were so strong and they were catching so many fish, it was it was a largemouth that, that you know that carried that. So it was kind of nice to see that. You know, from the from some of the northern lakes. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Well, a big uh, big winner there, Dustin Connell, up there, and then of course. Um, on Cayuga. Now we're on St. Lawrence for the title and a lot of, a lot of things happening. So this is going to be a big week for the pro circuit guys, big week for uh, whoever wins this thing. 
Um, my two that I'm pulling for are Nick LeBrun, Dakota Ebert. Just Nick's had a heck of a season. I'd like to see him do some do some good. Not that he's due, but I think that I'd like to see him do some good. It's funny because I've been getting in my time hop the last, you know, three or four days, you know, all the Justin Atkins winning on Murray and Thrift winning winning on um uh over in Arkansas on Hamilton and then of course John Cox winning here in sixteen, uh Kenneth here in, in Huntsville on uh on the uh on the river here. So uh, seeing a lot of uh, Lalo's posts come through, and I really miss the cup. I do. That was always yeah, – all those were FLW cups. I know they were, but I really miss the cup, and that was a damn cool <laughs> trophy. If, so. if you go back to my text um, the other day, we it could lead to another FLW Dude, I, You know, it could. It could. I, not that I want to get into that. I'm no, just saying. No, no. We're not, we're not going to get into that at all right now. But what we are going to get into uh, real quick is the August – Awesomeness winner, the new product award voted on by you, the fans. I want to see if 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 I cast if ASA if we come up with the same winner, because you heard it here first, right? Who do you guys you know, think? Th- there were there were some limitations to to their version. Oh, I know, I know. Which were, we, we opened it up to to more more things. Uh, we opened we went back to ground zero on this deal. Yeah, they're just going category winners, right? They're they're skimping out yeah. on this shit. They're just like, here are the category winners, pick one, and that's the way it's going to be, right? We went breaking it down to category winners and then going into the final. So you had your choice to choose from. Let me pull my list back up here real quick while we're talking about it because I've still got it here. There we go, right there. So you had your the choice. people came up with their own category winners. Right, right. But So you had your choice between the – where did it go? Uh, you had the Hummingbird Mega Live Image Target Lock. You had the Old Town Top Water, American Baits. American Bait Works Bait Fuel. You had uh, both the – G-Man 13 Fish and Signature Rod and Reel, uh, the Yamamoto Slinky, Slinko, the Yeti 48 Wheel Roadie, uh, what else? The Owner Hooks Haymaker, the Spro Chad Shad, the Under Armour Fish Hybrid Hoodie, the Costa Jose Pros, and then the Big Rig Bassin 360 Sonar Quick Disconnect Mount. You had your choice between those to choose because those were category winners to choose what was going to be the August Awesomeness Best of Show. David, go. I was going to say before we kind of when I met you at the airport before we went to ICAST, Gmail probably you know he's got two products in our award categories. I'm not sure if he's going to offer you the 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 same winner touching thing. Yeah, oh, you know something similar. I'm not sure if he does win because I, I don't know who won. Well, our awards. I, but. I will tell you. I will tell you this: that <laughs> that incentive is not on the table because he did not win. Because if, if he had won, I do. When he get home from when, when he get home from, from the cross, I'd be standing at his front door. You know, saying, "Yo, right? It's it's time." But uh, but no, he he did not uh, he did not win. Um, let's see. KG, who do you think won? Uh, um, I'm not even going to say. Why not? I, I, it, 
What? I know who you voted for, but it, and, and that's not the winner. I'm sorry. <laughs> what what wins? I didn't expect it to be. What wins will be what most people voted for? Well, wow, that's some that's some some theory there. With sixty seven percent of the votes, that's pretty strong considering how many products it was. It was. It was a lot, and this one took. I mean, there was a few that jumped in there that 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 had that, that made a pretty good run at it. But with 67% of the vote, I really wish I had – I don't have a – I really need a drum roll deal, but I don't have it. 67% of the votes, your winner for the August Awesomeness Best of Show Award goes to David, the Humminbird Mega Live Image Target Lock. Congratulations to our friends at Mincota. They're lined up at my door. Getting ready to walk in to accept their awards. They were concerned <laughs> that uh, that they'd be like at ICAST and they would be ready to go and then not make it. But the Humminbird Mega Live Image Target Lock won. And uh, so there's a trophy being made as we speak for our buddy Luke Loverick and all of our friends at Humminbird and Mincota that we will send to them and tell them thank you. Um, ASA, you better get your damn trophy presentation ready to go if you're going to award a good trophy for this stuff because you stole my idea and we were the first to do it so you can kiss my ass um but uh so yeah congratulations to Humberd mega live image target lock on on their win there you guys voted thank you to everybody that reached out to vote and uh and voted for it um we did pick a grand prize winner and I am working on the uh, the actual gift right now, the prize. But Mr. Thomas Hens wins the uh, was the grand prize winner. He was chosen uh, of all of our entrants that were that were put in uh, from all of the from beginning to end. Right? We put we piled everybody into the back into the crowd, and uh, we had a very scientific way of picking this. I basically gave my wife an hour between one and whatever thousand that it was. And um, she called out the number. And Thomas Hens, you win. You're the winner of whatever I can get my hands on new at this point, basically. So I'm working on a cool one. We'll see what we can, uh, we'll see what we can do. So congratulations to you, Thomas. KG, yes, sir? I, I will say this. You know, a lot of the things we see at ICAST, you know, you don't, you're not able to buy them until like, you know, maybe even next spring right. in some cases. Right. But that target box, they're already available. I've seen them. I've seen them in dealers. I've seen them in stores. I just left a deal a little while ago that had Yeah. So it's uh, definitely, there's some out there and uh, it's definitely a cool deal. So make sure that, uh, appreciate you guys playing, look for more giveaways. We are going to have some more giveaways coming up here uh, pretty soon on the, on the, on the website. So be on the lookout for that. And if you haven't played the You Pick'em's game this week, make sure you get those picks in by midnight tonight. Uh, as this this month has been pretty tight so far, uh, we'll pull up the – let me find the – where did it go? There it is right there. Uh, pull up the, the leaderboards. Currently, leaderboards have been updated. Dana Watkins, along with James Rice, pulled out – a they nailed one directly the Champlain event they hit it dead on with 61 pounds 11 ounces uh, to take the lead in that Dana's leading with one point over Andrew Hatfield right now 
All of those results are live on anglerchannel.com on the contest page under the You Pick'ems. And Mr. Grover kind of came out of nowhere with three points this week to take the lead uh, or to tie for the lead, excuse me, with Mr. David Zhang uh, for August currently. But who's got the trophy right now? Somewhere in Alabama. KG, do you have the trophy? Do you have AC Bass? Of course I do. You're going to need to bring it to me because I won July. And I need to get my hands on that bad boy. So I, 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 I pulled my last year's trophy out, out of the box. I found it this weekend. But I won July, and Warren Beard won the fully loaded you pick for July. So Warren, be on the lookout for an email from me here shortly as well. We'll get your, uh, your grand prize going. And we've got a big grand prize from Sportsman's Warehouse for this month's winner uh, for August. So make sure you play. Make sure you get that uh, get that in. What's funny though is you're looking down this list, Dylan, Michelle, and Jason both have zero, which is pretty comical. So, which is um, you know not unheard of, but it's just pretty comical. But David and Kenneth, y'all are tied for six. Dana Watkins is currently leading the fully loaded leaderboard. Yes, sir. I, I missed two of them. I was over I, on two. I of mean, them just just, just, like, just I mean, mm. yeah, yeah. But I mean, barely. Like I had to go back and re- and look at going. Nope, he's out. Sorry. I mean, just. I mean, it was. I would. I would say I laughed. I did a little. Oh, I'm bit. sure you did. I did. I did a lot. Actually, it was. It was pretty comical. So, pretty comical. But also check out uh, on the homepage this week anglerschannel.com. Uh, Th Marine boat maintenance video with Gussie. Uh, that along with the story is online, uh, courtesy of our friends at Th Marine. That's there. David, it looks like uh, Clark Winlet has bowed out the remainder of the season with an eye injury. Yeah, I think he had a, was a eye hemorrhage. Mm-hmm. Just came up. So I, I know he's out for this. Oh, yeah, this, well, is he going to? No, no, yeah, I guess he would be out the rest of this because those two next events are pretty much back-to-back, more or less. So, yeah, yeah he's done for this year. Yeah, so he, he said he was done for the year, and he was on the, on the bubble for the classics. So uh, this puts him out of that. So... Uh, tough deal for him, but it looks like Brad Watley's back in for this week and for next, so glad he's back off of injuries as well. And uh, scrolling through the book of faces here, um, Big Daddy Lawler's got a big thing of crappie fillets and homemade hush puppies for supper. I'm, I'm getting hungry now, Big Daddy, if you're listening. That's, that's, that's rude to put that. People that put food pics on Facebook right, or on social, I don't know what to think about these people. But um, anyway, sorry, it just came out of nowhere. Yes, sir. You know, since you since you brought him up, I, I I see a lot of his posts and follow him pretty frequently. I don't know that there's anybody on this earth that does more for the outdoors in their community than that fellow right what there. What you talking it, about? It is amazing what he does. Oh, it is. It is. He is. Uh, I mean, he is incredible and does a tremendous job. For those uh, for that area, especially in the Black Belt down there, and and, and so much for Alabama, and um, I mean, he just you know reminds me of me. I see college anglers, your Bass Pro Shops Big Bass Bash registration is open for that. That closes on September the eleventh. That tournament is nine September seventeenth and eighteenth on Kentucky Lake. So, kind of kicking off the uh, the college season, so to speak. A lot of kids going back to school, as I mentioned earlier. A lot of things going on. 
Um, also, check out anglerschannel.com. Go to the contest side. If you mouse over the word contest, there are two contests here from our friends at Revital, right? And um, one is a $2,500 fishing giveaway. That's a pretty neat deal. And the other is a Revital Axis deer hunt. Now, I don't I don't hunt. David, do you hunt? Are you a big hunter? Hunt for fish. No, yeah, Kenneth, you're the same way. You're kind of hunting for fish as well. I, I used to hunt when I was little because my dad liked it, but I, I got so hooked on fishing that that's all I started doing. Well, what's funny is it's not everybody that fishes hunts, but everybody that hunts fishes, right, for the most part. So pretty cool little deal there, Revital Axis deer hunt. Click those links, go to their site, get signed up, right? All you got to do is enter your name, your email, and your phone number. They're not going to wear you out. They're simply going to put your name in the hat. Uh, this is a free, all-inclusive trophy access deer hunt with no limits hunting and revital outdoors. Includes travel, food, drink, and lodging at a five-star lodge. And, of course, they've got the fishing contest as well. Just a $2,500 giveaway. Um, and enter to win. So they're partnered with Lou, Strike King, Seaguar, Flambeau, Costa, uh, Rod Glove, and more. So uh, pretty cool deal. Make sure you get signed up for those, please. Tell them we sent you. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. So, all right, let's um, – one thing that kind of came up – oh, hang on. And we got to give a shout-out to our friends at the Alabama Bass Trail. Y'all know we do some filming and stuff for them. Sold out, KG. Registration sold out in just under – Three hours this past uh, this past Monday, yesterday. Sold out. The North sold out in 18 minutes. Took the South, the guys, a little bit longer, which I kind of joked on the podcast for them. But that's generally the South in a nutshell right there. They're late to the boat ramp. They're late for this and that. So being late to sign up, I mean, it just kind of makes sense for those guys, right? You know, it, it's interesting you say that. I just, where I was just a little while ago, I had two different people telling me that they they wish that K would go to 20 tournaments a year. Really? Yes. Wow. And you they, they felt she would have no problem at all filling. Oh, it. I don't, I don't think she would. She could probably move that field size to 250 and I have a problem filling it as well. But you know, it's, it is what it is. That's, that's where we're at right now with it, but, um, doing a great job with it. And, uh, obviously selling out again for, I guess the, probably the third or fourth, maybe the fourth or fifth year in a row. They've sold out. And of course, you know, as TV guys, we take full credit for it because what we do with live and TV, it's all because of us, right? We expand it out, show the world what they can do, and that's kind of where it comes from. So that's what we say anyway. Uh, anything learned? Anything new learned this week, guys? KG? Oh, that's a good question. I'm sure there is. I just can't think well, of it. You got me worked up. What's it like being viral? We're going viral now. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> what's it like going I viral? I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it viral when you when you know when you have you know one of something and you end up with four of something, that's a lot more than you had. Oh, I, I get it. Still not viral. I, I get it. I mean you you know, you you're 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 going that way. So I don't mean to brag, but my videos are enjoyed by well over four people worldwide. It's viral. Where I come from, it's viral. David, how about you? But but I, I, I will say between now and probably the end of the weekend, there'll be a few more. Good. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to check that, that bad boy out. So, David, how about you? Uh, so, we talked about earlier, we talked about the uh, our the Revital Fishing 
um, yeah. promotion that you know with, that we're doing. And I, obviously, I, I'm not in charge of what ads we run on Instagram, but we seem to have a lot of people that message on Instagram. That I guess, I guess, I, 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 maybe Instagram is a bit more harder to enter this uh, to enter the contest. So what I learned is just I don't know. But if you guys are you know trying to submit your entries into this uh, contest and you are you know having issues, uh, be a bit more clear because sometimes I'm not under I'm not sure if it's that ad that you're seeing for a revival or if it's something else. Have but I mi- uh, but I it is something. What am I missing here? Are they having a hard time getting in? <laughs> no, like so I, I don't know. So like you know we'll get notifications. Says you know can I get some more information about a product? And I'm like right. so I'm assuming it's a very generic option that comes up and they just click that or whatever. And so I'm like what are they talking about? Then sometimes it shows me that they it's a response to an ad that we're running on Instagram. And so I'm like oh okay so it says the revital one. Not all of them are. But I just replied back to, hey, if you're having issues with uh, with uh, entering, uh, here's the link to go to the website and get that. So, um, but yeah, if you apply on, if you are an Instagram follower and you're trying to apply uh, or try to get into this contest and you're having issues, just uh, uh, type out the actual message so I can make sure that I'm, I'm responding the correct way. <laughs> or head over to revitaloutdoors.com. And, uh, yep. and and check that out and get signed up there. I just gave you a like on one of your posts, uh, KG. You're up to three now. So up to three. <laughs> Congratulations. That's awesome. So it's uh, you're you're going you're going viral, dude. You're going viral. I'm I'm impressed. So uh, he's an influencer. He's getting there. He is, he is an influencer for sure. So yeah, I don't. I'm not sure you want to know what how I'll influence. Well, there you go. So, well, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, and view the show on your favorite podcast app. As always, if you want to chime in on the X Zone Hotline brought to you by Trickstep, you can chime in at 901-493-0437. Love to know your thoughts. Love to know your feelings and all the above. Uh, with that, on behalf of our guest tonight, Miss Charity Muhlenweg from MLF. From Brad Fuller with the National Professional Fishing League, I'm Chris Brown. The AC Circus guys have a great weekend weekend, and we will see you next week. KG? Don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trick Step. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.